We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Emergency Podcast, Andy Lou, presented by Under Armour. Welcome to Light Years. I feel like, and we're recording this before the Bulls game, I feel like the next month is going to be the noisiest it's ever been for the Warriors in the Steph Curry era with regards to trades. This feels like a LeBron yes. team. Yes. It really does. We're in, We're officially covering LeSteph, the LeSteph era. That's so. Can we name the podcast the Lestef era? Because this, I've never been more excited for the Warriors. Well, I mean, not like truly excited, but I've never been more excited in the last year. It's time. I, yeah, it's like I would love it if this was 2016 and they just won yeah. every game. Right. But you know what? They tried. It's time. Let's, Let's start it here. Uh, Shams reported this on Thursday. The mindset in Golden State right now is everyone but Steph Curry is on the table. That's their mindset. Now, realistically, this, there's an asterisk, asterisk, right? Like, Clay Thompson, would they want to keep him long-term and keep him in Golden State? I think that's been their hope. They have not been able to reach a contract extension with him. We've talked about it. Um, and Draymond Green just got back from an extension. Those, are their, those have been their three core guys in the front office. They're big fans of Jonathan Kaminga, big fans of Brandon Podzemski. They're big fans of Trace Jackson Davis. But Wiggins and everyone else on that roster except Steph Curry has to be in play for this team. Two blowout losses in a, in a, low, in a row. They haven't even been close in, in these games. And so they're going to be looking to make moves. By the way, Sham's always wearing the leather, like, moto jacket. Pretty fob. Your thoughts? Yeah, I was just going to say. I was, I was just going to say. Well, I mean, he's got a beard. It's obvious he, like, gets it done, right? He's got the – goes into the fade. Then he's got the slick back I mean, hair. He's, I mean, he's, he's on TV. Everyone, wow. on t- everyone on TV gets lined up and gets the wow. make. That's not it. But the, 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 the leather jacket. I mean, that's how. How many of your cousins or uncles would view that as like the pinnacle of fashion? Well, you know, I don't even know if it's a brown thing because, like you're saying, I think Asians uh, uh, or 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 my yeah. my version of Asians do that as well. So shout out to shout out to Shams, man. Good for him. All, all uh all fobs <laughs> all fobs think that that cut in leather is like the pinnacle of fashion anyway that's not what we're here to talk good. about it looks good uh yeah i mean i'd be lying if i said i didn't have one of those at one point in my life thinking i looked 
cool as hell too. So you, I, I think you could do it, but like it, it'd be like Sam, why are you trying to act ten years younger? You know, like, yeah. why, why, I'm, why, I'm not why? saying recently. I'm saying right, right. at some point. I did do that. But anyway, um, to the topic, everyone is on the table. It's been a while since we've heard that type of language about the Warriors. I think, I guess he he did kind of crouch it and say like, unlikely Clay and Draymond. But I think this is the first time in the Steve Kerr, Steph Curry era that like, if it made sense, they would move those guys. First time, by far the first time. Um I think the last time these discussions came was when uh, Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. This was before you and I on this show, so that was the that was like the last time Steph Curry mm-hmm. for Chris Paul. That was the last time, like dude, right. like dude, crazy. Chris Paul and Kevin Love were elite Hall of Fame guys, and those guys are still in the league, but they're obviously role players now. And and that and now yeah. we get yeah. to the point. Woo! I, I mean, I guess I want to ask you. Let, let's go through each one of the players. What do you think the odds are? that Clay or Draymond actually gets traded. So I think Shams is right, obviously. I, I think those are the lowest. Um, I, I've said multiple times that I think Draymond, if, if they can get some type of decent uh, uh, return for him, I think they'll look at moving off that contract. I actually think that's a thing they're, they'll do. Nobody's going to give them shit for it. So I that's like, I don't care about. Clay, I think, is actually still good enough um, that I think, if they trade him, I see those Zach Levine stuff. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So you're adding on salary moving forward. So, Sam, I think overall, those guys, they're staying. Steph wants them to stay. That's another piece of it. I don't think they're going anywhere. At least I put it at – so I put it at 25%. That's kind of high. Maybe, maybe that's high. Maybe maybe I should that's make it – high. I think – see, here's the thing. Clay's value to other teams is pretty much just being an expiring contract. You mentioned Levine. Maybe the Bulls would do Clay for Levine. They're just like, you know what? It's not working. Let's just get out of his money. And in that case, the Warriors would have to be dead set convinced that like we get Levine in here and he'll live up to all-star hype. Um, But they'd be putting a lot of money on the table to make that happen. We've heard they don't want to do that. Um, So that doesn't really make a ton of sense. And then the second part of it is if they're just doing expiring for a player, they do have Chris Paul's expiring contract. And I think that's more likely to be moved. Uh, to your point on Draymond, if if they ever traded Draymond, they would need to find a defensive anchor and they would need to find a playmaker they could run the offense through. That's a lot to find. I don't think it happens. So while I would not be surprised if they moved either of those guys in the next 12 months, I, I'm betting it doesn't happen at the deadline. Yeah, All right, now I, let's keep going I down the imagine. line. I can't imagine. Let's keep going down the line. Um, Chris Paul. I think he's most likely to be moved because yep. he's an expiring contract. Yep. They called him optionality from day one. It, it was always like, this could work. He could be like the stabilizing force, but if it doesn't, we can move him really quick. Well, it hasn't worked. And he's kind of the easiest path for them to cobble together a trade for talent. You know, uh, we'll talk about Kuminga and, Chris Paul for Siakam later in the show, but like it seems like most of the trades involve using Chris Paul's contract as like a filler to a make filler. a deal. He's gone um, for sure. The the real the interesting part is he's out uh, through the trade deadline, but he should be back shortly after. But it's sad. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't really think that it's going to affect his trade. Um, what if you're a team that wants him 
down the stretch to actually play. Do you not think that matters for some of these? I guess as long as you're comfortable with the x-rays, like you would be trading for him February 8th and maybe he doesn't come back until after the all-star break. So you have to wait four games to get him. Is that really that big a deal? You know, like it'd be a much bigger deal if he was, if his, if his hand was broken until April. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a good, I mean, they dodged a little bit of a bullet there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, assuming the timeline is correct, of course. Him and the next guy we talk. I mean, him and him and Wiggins. Like, there, there, there's just no chance these guys are here. Uh, though, with Chris in Chris Paul's case, maybe yes, his fault, but maybe less so, just because it was it wasn't a good fit with the team, but he was actually solid. So um, he'll be he'll he'll be gone. Yeah, um, I want to table Wiggins for a second. We'll get to him in a second. Let's talk uh, Kuminga, Moody, then Pods and Trace. Because uh, while I don't think the Warriors are shopping them, most trades you're going to have to attach a young guy with upside to entice the other team to give you a more proven player, correct? No. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I really do think there is a very high likelihood Kuminka gets traded. No. I think all this Lacob loves him is posturing. I think the fact that he does not get pulled out of the starting lineup despite throwing his coach under the bus tells me someone higher up has told Steve, I don't care what you want to do. He's staying in the lineup until the trade deadline. And quite frankly, he's probably the most enticing prospect. He's, I can understand the, the teams who I can understand people who are like, he can't shoot the ball. Uh, he's more like, athletic flash than actual substance but at the same time he's also a 6'8 wing with top one percent athleticism who scores at the rim at ease there's a lot of tools there i could see a lot of teams being like steve doesn't know what the hell he's doing with development get him in our system we're going to turn him into a star within two years so i think he's i think if the warriors make a big move he's a he has to be in it because i don't see how they can get something back of value without like putting someone with the allure of that kind of upside in the deal. You're not, that's the key point. You're not getting anyone of value. Cause if you're, if you're just thinking, all right, we'll just attach Chris Paul and, and maybe a salary filler, maybe throw a Looney or GP two, and then a pick like, I don't know. Are you getting Siakam with that? Like, no, you'd have to throw in wait, <coughs> not wickets. You'd have to throw in Kaminga. So uh, I, I think he's right up there a uh, uh, little bit under Chris Paul uh, and, and Wiggins, but yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you because I think the more the more you really think about it too is the players that the Warriors are going to get are going are not going to be different from what Steph and Steve Kerr like. Uh, it's going to yeah. be the same type of player, which we'll go through the list later. It's going to be the same type of player, and that doesn't really fit with what Kaminga wants to do. Um, you mentioned all the things he's great at, but that's just. He just he's just not a good fit in the Warrior system as much as he tries to be. I think he's trying to be, but he's just never going to be a great fit off the ball. He's not a really great fit uh, passing, right? Shooting, maybe defensively, but even he struggled well, defensively. So I'm going to push back a little on that. Um, I think he's coming around, but uh, he's 21. So for him to be that ready to contribute in the playoffs level of maturity and fit that's years away yeah Yeah. um at least at the level they need and i think the calculus they're doing is 
is the player we're getting good enough to give up the upside of him? And I think that's why they're playing hardball with it. That's why they're like, we're not going to just make him available in a trade on the first phone call. We're going to make you beg for it, you know, because just think about it. You know, if they offered him to Toronto, what's Masai's first response? I need more. You know, <laughs> and then you're just bidding against yourself. So I, I don't have sourcing on this, but I do feel like they are taking the correct approach with him, which is we're going to make him the star of the deal because we're not going to give you 15 picks to make it happen. So we're going to we're going to be a little protective with with this. But I agree with you. I think right after Chris Paul, I think he has my highest odds of being traded. And if he doesn't get moved for someone in the star of a deal with Masai, then you move him somewhere else for, for in a separate deal, which I think is what maybe what they're looking to do is that if you can keep him in one deal, you would attach him in a second deal. Cause this isn't a one deal trade deadline. Maybe this is not, <laughs> this but, I is think, not. but I think, I think what matters to them is making sure that like he is a top prospect. Like if this was baseball, you know, where they're like, we're not trading uh, the Giants are like, we're not trading Kyle Harrison unless it's right. for a proven star. Right. Uh, that's kind of how they're handling Kuminga. And I think that's the correct approach. They don't have a lot of assets. Like, let's be honest. The Just Warriors like the Giants. have, Warriors have a lot of old, guys who, old guys who are expensive. Uh, young guys who are, I mean, <laughs> it's he's not Chet, you know? like he's not, he's not like a proven, like obvious star. And then they don't have a lot of picks and they kind of want to be careful with attaching picks anyway. So you got, you got to pump up that Kuminga trade value, feed him in the post tonight, Steph, get him, get him the, 25. The, the, the drawback to that is the more you watch him play, the more it's like, mm-hmm. uh. he's, I mean, he's averaging 15 to 18 points per game efficiently since he's been a starter. Depends what team. You, I guess it depends. He's a rebound. The teams acquiring him are looking at him as a player. They think they can make an all-star in two years, not, yeah, uh, not we need Kuminga to make a run at the the right, um, right, Denver Nuggets right. today, which would be know? the best best uh, landing spot for him. It would be the best. I mean, st- all trades involve if if the Warriors are going to end up getting a player who's in his prime and able to help you, that team is signaling that they're rebuilding. So, you know, that's kind of where we're going with it. And then Andrew Wiggins, we could talk about Wiggins in a couple minutes after the break, but it's time for us to talk about the Under Armour matchup of the week against the Milwaukee. Oh boy. Bucks. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope Draymond's back Saturday night because this, did you see what the Bucks did to the Celtics? Yes, I did. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the NBA for putting together a matchup of the week that doesn't work. Uh, unlike us, who put together a matchup of week that I think you know at least will be somewhat exciting. Although it comes on a back end of a back to back for the Warriors who play in Chicago, uh, and then they yeah, get just, over what, they, just what they need. No size versus Giannis rested when they're on a back to back. Things to look out for. Things to look out for in this game would be. Uh, I think Jonathan Kaminga is probably the big one. How does he look against Giannis' size? Can he be, can he attack the rim? Brooke Lopez, one of the best rim protectors. He's kind of slipped a little bit, right? But he's one of the best rim protectors. I mean, they, in the they NBA. don't play any defense. So. Surpri- unsurprisingly, they traded their best wing defender for Damian Lillard, who also I think is another guy. When you talk about this matchup, he struggled this season. I, I don't, 
I don't think people talk about it too much because the Bucks are still winning a ton, so it doesn't really matter. They don't really run offense either. They just go my turn, your turn. Um, <laughs> kind of gross, but he's. I don't know. Is Dame just is he is he struggling to fit in a little bit? It's a new new environment, new offense. Is it him kind of regret uh, not regressing, kind of just getting older, not as good anymore? So I'd be interested to see that from a macro perspective to see what Dame looks like. They'll need him to win a championship. But yeah, from a Warriors Bucks, I mean, Sam, what are you most excited for Warriors Bucks? I think you nailed it. I think it's Kuminga. I like to see him in these matchups. I think it serves two two makers. I do think they're more likely to make a trade and go all in. Uh, I know some fans kind of think it's cooked and you might as well just go the other direction, but uh, I don't. So, uh, so, you know, I liked it, but, but then there is the other side of it, which is like, there's not a lot of exciting things happening on this team. And when young players start showing stuff, that is at least something to get a little excited about. So I'd throw Kuminga in there. Can he take advantage of the fact the Bucks play no defense and score 30 uh, Moses Moody will not play Friday against the Bulls. Maybe he plays Saturday, probably not, but I'd love to see him. He had a really solid game. He's back in the rotation. Trace Jackson Davis. I those are kind of the things I want to see. And then obviously I just want to see Steph cook them. Yeah. Like that's I'm 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 ready. You know, I think he takes Dame personally. Obviously, the Bucks are the better team right now, given the talent that they've assembled and the talent the Warriors do not have right now. But Dame can't guard a soul. This might be one of those games where stuff's like, you know what? I don't know if we're going to win tonight, but I'm getting 50 on his head. Yeah, yeah. And and I think I could use that for the soul. I ah. really do think I could use that for the soul. Right that now. really, I think that's really the best way to put it. Under our sponsor, worst sponsor by Under Armour and Curry Brand. I think that would be really good for us and all the fans just to see Steph just, just struggling. Actually, like maybe maybe we spot like that. Like Steph's been struggling for a few games. Mm-hmm. This is the game, the Under Armour match matchup of the week where he. Gets going again, going to the trade deadline and uh, and give us some good vibes. Look, man, the Warriors can be great or they can be bad. Everyone's in a good mood when Steph cooks. At least for the night, for one night, we're like, you know what? Tonight felt good. Yeah. And I want, I want that on Saturday night. Yeah. He's dropped 60 plus on Dame's head before. Let's do it again, Stefan. Let's do it again. By the way, the uh, Curry 11s, uh, I just grabbed those, the red ones, the Lunar New Year's. Also grabbed the uh, Steph has a Steph Curry, has a Curry brand uh, Bruce Lee uh, uh, thing crossover that they're doing on their website. So I grabbed a, a Bruce Lee headband. I'll, I'll wear that when, when it comes in next week. So shout out nice. to the, uh, yeah, shout out to the, nice. to the, they're actually sold out. So let's go. All right. I'm not a headband guy. No. But, you know, could be. <laughs> um, okay, so the player we never we didn't talk about is Andrew Wiggins, who's I'm I'm not gonna say I'm surprised that the Warriors are done with him because he's been playing some of the most disgusting basketball I've ever seen this season. Ever seen. But I kind of just assumed that they couldn't trade him because of the extension. And just based on the volume of noise you hear from everywhere, it sounds like they're like, dude, I don't, even if we take less on the dollar. We're getting rid of him right now. I want to play this from friend of the show, Jake Fisher, who will be on Light Years in the coming weeks. I've still been searching and looking. I mean, I keep hearing Andrew Wiggins' name there. Shout out anyone who wants to take that and put that on social media. Like, I think Jonathan Kaminga was also, I mean, I know Jonathan Kaminga was also another Warriors player that the Pacers have been keeping tabs on and calling Golden State about dating back to the last draft. So, those are two potential options. He t- discussing the Indiana Pacers. Pacers is interesting. Uh, 
because, you know, what did Rick Carlisle say? say? Like, even dating pretty girls gets boring. Oh, boy. That was a, <laughs> Wait, by the way, a great line. An incredible yeah. line. And perfect for that team because yeah. they're a disgusting team. I mean, but like, if if you think about it, okay, what what does Indiana have? They got their superstar. Like, Halliburton's a clear superstar in the making. And they don't guard a soul. Not a soul plays defense on that team. Uh, And so, and then what's Indiana's issue? They have issues attracting free agents. They always have, right? So while Andrew Wiggins is playing terrible basketball, there is a player inside of him that addresses a lot of their needs. The two-way wing plays off ball, guard the other team's best wing, hit some open shots. He's done none of these things in 12 months, but in theory, you know, he did do it in the 22 finals. Like, you know, I'm, maybe I'm hard on him. What What like, is the trade? What is the trade? What is, what do you get from Indiana? I mean, I'm like, I'm confused because why would have, Indiana move, move good players for him? Like I know Warriors fans are going to want miles Turner. Who says they're moving good players, buddy? So, so it, would it be a, a contract dump, which then is kind of disgusting? I mean, the way I'm looking at the Warriors right now is maybe you could move him for an expiring contracts, and maybe you could get a pick too. I don't, I don't know. It seems unlikely, but maybe, maybe you get Buddy Heald's expiring, yeah, expiring contract. The Warriors don't necessarily need a 6-4 shooter who plays no defense. And 31. Indiana does own most of their picks and other teams' picks. Maybe you get some interesting seconds. Maybe you get a first. I don't know. Something See, like a first this- feels highly – okay, it feels highly unrealistic, but I'm just looking at it right now. They own the least favorable of like OKC. Basically, they own OKC's first-round pick this year plus their own first round pick. So like, you know, something in the late twenties, right. Uh, They own a bunch of second round picks. They couldn't, they're one of those teams that owns a ton of picks. So it's not that big a deal for them to give you like the 28th pick or something like that. And then what I'm really thinking about here, because that doesn't address the Warriors need is now, what if they move that to a second deal to someone else who, uh, who, is into getting picks and expirings, you know, right, like right. that's how I'm remember. Remember the Wiseman deal. There was only one team that wanted Wiseman, the Detroit Pistons. And the Pistons didn't have shit that the Warriors wanted. Right. Yeah. So they yeah. took Sadiq Bay yeah. and then they sent Sadiq Bay to Atlanta for a bunch of second round picks yeah. because they knew that's what Portland wanted to get GP two. And that was complicated, and it ultimately served their goal, which was we wanted to get a player who could help us today who we know fits our team, yeah. right? Uh, and they turned Wiseman into that. I Honestly, that's like the only way I see Wiggins working out because there's not a team out there who is going to give the Warriors outright a good player for Wiggins. It's yeah. going to be giving you some stuff. You move that stuff to a team who wants picks, uh, and then with those picks – you get a player who you want. Like imagine if they got a late first or a few seconds plus buddy healed for Wiggins. Okay. I'm speaking this into existence. And then they go and move that to Atlanta. Atlanta just wants out of DeJounte Murray's DeJounte contract, Murray's contract and they want, and you give them Moses right. Moody. 
who's a good young wing. You give them a few picks so they have stuff to play with for the future. Right. Now you're now you now you might have something. Now you might have and you're a deal that makes whereas like do you think Atlanta wants Andrew Wiggins' expensive contract? Well, the key the key there is you're keeping Chris Paul and Kaminga and another pick to send over to Toronto for Siakam. And now you've sure. got something again. This is just this is just roster baiting. This is just like yes. okay, this, this is, is like... this is this is hopium beyond yes. hopium. Yes. We are yes, yes. We, this is you know but but in theory, the smoke is there. Like like Jake Fisher is saying, like in the- if the smoke is there, there is truly we're not just like conjuring this up in thin air this is something Mm -hmm. the warriors have done in the past this is what the warriors could be doing they don't the warriors don't have nothing we didn't talk about moses moody in our last last segment he's someone that i think is also going to be gone and i think also teams would want i I think actually if you were to if you were to ask all 30 teams who would they want from the warriors between kaminga and moody i actually think the majority of them would want moody than kaminga the majority of teams, like more teams will want him rather than they would want Kaminga. I do think most teams would probably say like, hey, Kaminga is the one that has more upside. But most teams would say, yeah, we'd rather have the guy that we know. Yeah, but most of the teams team. that they'd be trading with are teams who want to rebuild. So they'd rather play the upside. They, so most likely the team, right, it will rather have him. But like, you know, you ask teams like Denver, for example, right? They'll probably rather have him. But you're not trading yeah, with but, Denver, to your point. You're right. not trading with Denver. You're but, trading with teams like the... Chicago Bulls, who the Warriors play Friday night, <sighs> they they could use they could vooch. Um, so I, I I think they have enough ammo to make some of these trades work. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm I'm just thinking about it. Let's say Indiana does give you Buddy Heald and a second round saying, pick. Buddy, Buddy God. he's the only expiring. I know, but it just annoys me. It just uh, the name. I mean, he's just a player. He's whatever. Okay, it could be. Okay, maybe Detroit gives you Joe Harris. How's that sound? <laughs> same thing. They make the same money. They're expiring. The same uh, God, I've spent way too much time that I know everyone's expiring contracts. Like it's just, it's. It, You've it's got a, Chicago a, up now. Who do we it's got a here? Si- it's a sickness in my mind. Um, yeah. Okay. So like Vucevic, I don't think he's the most exciting player. He's certainly not a perfect player, and he's definitely not a player who could close games for the Warriors because of his oh. defensive issues. But. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to have a seven-footer who could do some things to throw into a game here and there, right? He'd be a great fit for Steve Kerr, by the way. Perfect fit. And they probably want out of his contract because they're dead end and they just want to save money. Could they not turn Wiggins into an expiring and an expiring into Voos? You know? Yeah. I I think these are the type of options you got to look at. I don't love any of these, but... I don't love the Warriors roster either. No, nah, they've, they, they've got to pull that trigger. I'm not saying on that Vooch deal, but like if there is a way to, to trade, to get off, and they will get off Wiggins, and, and just like Chris Paul, and find a way to, to maneuver that into a player that's at least a solid veteran, like you're saying, like Vooch, they, they've got to do it. If that's the only thing on the table, which I don't think it will be, I think they've got to do it. So, because it, like you said, it's better than just riding it out. I, I They've got 13 games left. They'll have 11 games left by the next time we do a show. Um, I know that they're going to have – they want to wait till the, the the deadline to do it. But, I mean, man, you might you might lose eight of the next – you might lose eight games. And, and all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're what? You're, you're three, six, five, six, seven games under 500 almost. And what are we right. doing there? That, like it's, it's, and that's, it, that's the other part of it. It's like, hey, they need to remember back ASAP just to stop the bleeding a little yep. bit because yep. – <sighs> You know, 
getting back to the main topic for fans who are saying it's all over. Why would you just throw away young players when you know you have no shot? Um, do you see Steph's press conference? You think he's going to allow that? I think there is a lot of list Steph in, I I do get the logic of people who are like, it's cooked. Let's just get to the, I don't, I don't. It don't like don't be disrespectful to the people that have have been here for a while, especially Steph and are still good. Now, if Steph looked like Steve Nash with his back completely cooked, if Steph looked like move, Clay, I'd say. It's well, over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Steph has looked like Clay for a couple of weeks now, but we know that Steph this his, season, literally this still season, top five in scoring. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> averages twenty seven points. Like, look, I say that facetiously. Like, like this season, he's literally been one of the best players in the yeah. world. So you don't. He's had a he's had a bad ten days. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> like don't don't like. There's no reason for this team to to not try. Plus, it's not even just Steph. I mean, you think Joe Lacob's sitting here and saying and saying we're gonna we're gonna try to to come off contracts and build for the. I future? do think you know. I don't know. I think it's hilarious that Joe can come across as the boogeyman wanting to like move on from the core for his young guys when he actually just wants to strangle his head coach for not being able to win with a $400 million roster. So, uh, yeah. I, well, I think, uh, not, not running, not running pure Joe Lake of, uh, propaganda, propaganda. but like, but, uh, a man is interested in winning. Some he, he, he made a mistake drafting guys. He made a mistake wanting to go to the second timeline, but we, that's not to say that he didn't want to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was. He never, thought he could have it. He thought he could have it all, which was wrong. Right. Everyone, you fly a little too close to the sun. You think you think you're you're perfect. You think you could just turn any seven footer into Giannis. Right. Maybe I should cue up Steve Kerr going. This is the real NBA. So, so, <laughs> so, so Steve Kerr. I know we got to get to our last segment here, and I got to do a read. But before we get to that, I, I, I had a thought last night. Um, Steve Kerr reminds me of uh, Bill Belichick and uh, and. Uh, and uh, Pete Carroll, two guys that they didn't get fired from their team, but I think had run his course. Like that, that was it for them, and it was the right move for I mean, them to mutually part ways. Could say the same thing happened with like Bruce Bochy with the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these things kind of it's not, and then they tend to go on to another job, and they're you remember that they're a great coach because yeah. great coaches are great coaches. Yeah, um, it might be, but I. I don't even want to talk about Kerr because I feel like depending on the roster they have after the deadline, he might be back in. He might be, he might be back. Might be good. Or, yeah. or like, I will tell, I will tell you after the trade deadline, whether I think Steve is back. I feel pretty, I think we'll know whether they've given a team that works with him and he's back. Or if it's like, yeah, Kenny, get Kenny, get ready. <laughs> Oh, Pascal Siakam, you are going to save Steve Kerr's life. The uh, Light Years podcast is brought to you by Gain Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Gain Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive and buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even after an hour before it even starts. It's the place to find last-minute tickets. 
with zone deals you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and roll for less game time will credit to you 110 percent of the difference take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account use light years for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code L-I-G-H-T-Y-E-A-R-S for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we are brought to you by Lucy. Lucy makes next level nicotine. If you're tired of buying the same mediocre pouches everywhere you go, stop settling. Switch to Lucy. Lucy is made by people who love using nicotine for grinding at work, late nights at the bar, or taking the edge off in the morning. Uh, Since they know nicotine, Lucy products have unique features like a double-sided lid that has a disposal area for your used pouches, premium ingredients and flavors, 100% pure nicotine with no tobacco ever. Uh, You got a cornucopia of strengths and flavors. You got the mild 2MG, spicy 12MG, uh, mint and wintergreen. You got island life with tropical mango and pomegranate, or get a little weird with some espresso and apple cider uh, with the holidays. Now past, Lucy products are super discreet when in use, making coping with even your least favorite relatives a little bit easier. Skip stopping at the gas station. Order online at lucy.co slash lightyears. Use promo code lightyears to get $20 off, 20% off, actually even better, 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping, has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. Use code lightyears. Get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only... For adults of legal age, every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Our guy, Tony Slater, increasingly discussing Siakam. The noise about Siakam to the Warriors is just getting louder. And we spent a lot of time talking about different moves, but this feels like it's real. And I will be disappointed if the Warriors do not acquire Siakam at this stage. Ooh, you will be disappointed. Wow. So here's what we know about Siakam. He has basically refused every other trade. He said he's not interested in signing with Sacramento. He's not interested in signing with Indiana. What I know about Siakam is I haven't heard that with the Warriors. Based on some things I've heard, I do think that plays to the Warriors' advantage. I don't think they're the and only horses. team. I don't think he's the I don't think they're the only team that he would be like, okay, my, my opinion might change with that organization. But of the teams interested in him, they might be the only one that that applies to. Um, And, you know, uh, what's being reported now is that the Warriors are unwilling to include Kuminga. Uh, And what's being reported on the Toronto side is no Kuminga, no deal. I think what's interesting when I look at this is like Toronto media is like, okay, they want like Kuminga and like two first round picks. and. I can tell you right now, that's why the Warriors are hardballing because, come on, man, you want to give up a first-round pick when Steph's 38 and when he's 40 for a guy who's going to walk in free agency in two months? Be for real. Plus, Be for the real. Warriors' best prospect, you know? Like, this Masai's just... He's just trying to see how desperate they are. Yeah, be for real. You're not getting up. You're not getting in those picks. They are getting Kaminga though. Like I, I'm with you. They 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 will get Kaminga. But yeah, that the the, the picks that does, are popping up here is. It does seem like the Warriors are trying to pump up Kuminga's value so they could be like, you can get a pick or Kuminga, 
but we're not giving you every like yeah. you're not giving us Kevin Durant in his prime. You know, now also no other team. You just said it. No other team is out there gonna beat a package that involves Kaminga when Siakam is gonna tell him, "Hey, Indiana, no chance, bud. Not signing with you. Hey, Atlanta, no ch- Sacramento, no chance. Not signing with you." So. What choice not, is Masai not trying have? to win forty three games with Sabonis for the rest of my career? I could, I mean, I could, I could argue him going to Sacramento. Like, that's a good, that's a, that's a good spot. I, whatever you know, your your world, Siakam. Like you want to play with Steph? I can't. I'm not going to fight you on that. Good for us, but it's not not a bad you know if they can keep Keegan and and Fox. Anyway, whatever. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I just want. <laughs> I just had to get the. I just had to get the Sabonis slander in there for <laughs> just just felt like getting one off. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but that so is having a good year. <laughs> you are, you are, you are locked in. You are complete. You're not just throwing bullshit like the Vooch stuff, like the Wiggins to, to, to three other teams. You're saying this feels like the amount of smoke Slater's not bullshitting, obviously that this is going to be, just this is high much, likely. It yeah, just it makes too much yeah. sense. And we know Masai sides. likes Kaminga. We, we know that. Yeah. Uh, and, and we know he doesn't have options. And so my read on this is it's going to the deadline, baby. It's going uh, all the way there because uh, we're going to hear leaks left and right. Masai's trying to get someone else to bid. The team that keeps getting mentioned is Dallas. Hmm. But they don't have anything. Like, what does Dallas have to offer? I mean, obviously, they're not trading Luka. They want Siakam to, to go. Yeah, exactly. I guess if they put Lively on the table, the Warriors might have an issue because they're that's not, a young They're not, though. They're not. Right, right. So, <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, like Grant Williams. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. he he's he's not a young player with upside, which is clearly what the uh, what the the Toronto Raptors want. The Raptors want young guys to build around like Scotty and RJ and kind of like, you know, their new youth movement. Right. Like it's pretty obvious. Yeah. They're, they're looking. They're not looking for they don't want, you know, Kyrie Irving. You know, they don't want, um, I mean, and then everything, everything else, he, like Josh Green, Kuminga is more exciting than Josh. Like, I'd rather have Kuminga and see what happens there than I'd rather have Moses Moody than Josh Green. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. Uh, Jaden Hardy, again, I'd rather have Moody or Kuminga. Like, those are better prospects. Yeah, I, I guess the question becomes are the Warriors going to have to give up Moody for this or, or Kuminga for this, right? Because it sounds like, Either way, yeah. It's, it seems, yeah, it, it does seem like the Warriors are trying to have this be just one young player plus Chris Paul, right? I'm telling you, man, if they can keep coming out of this trade, they can use him in another one. Like, that's the thing for me. That That's what the big thing is here is if they can keep coming. If, uh, if they keep Moody out of this trade, I mean, I don't need to tell you, but uh, if they have Siakam and Draymond in the front court and you got Clay and Steph, Moody's the perfect fifth player for that lineup because he can hit shots and he doesn't need the ball in his hands. Yeah. So Maybe that's I would be very happy you're right. I would be very 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 Like happy. I I think the funniest part of oh they want to keep Kuminga. How the hell does Kuminga play with Siakam? You know? Like if anything if you get Siakam it it kills your chance at developing Kuminga because he plays the same role only he's just clearly not as good as him. You know, Draymond would be have to be gone, and then obviously that's not happening, right? So it's like, and that also defeats the purpose of putting a team that Steve Kerr revitalizes Steve Kerr and and fits his schemes, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't just you can't just all. I mean, you you, you just 
and at a certain point, you need a certain amount of shooting on the floor. That's the reason <laughs> Wiggins no longer plays. He's apparently no longer able to hit a shot, right? So well, from anywhere. So. Yeah, but it's like you know, if you got if you got Siakam and Draymond, everyone else has to be a somewhat reliable three point shooter. I am locked in. If it's Siakam and Draymond at the four or five, I will be very, very, very happy. Especially if you can, you know, especially you got Looney and TJD still there where they can soak up some center minutes. Um, I, I would just this would this trade. I know people are like, oh, this team is cooked. It's not going to fix everything. I, it fixes a lot, and I still think it gives them enough stuff around those guys to uh, to make another trade. So I'm all in. Let's t- let's spend a couple minutes on Siakam. Uh, before we get out of here, I feel like we spend so much time talking about the trade. We don't talk about the player. Okay. Outside of obvious superstars, Giannis, Jokic, KD, I think he's about as good a fit as you can hope for with the Warriors because he can defend one through five. Three to five? He can switch onto guards. Okay. Not as good as Draymond, but like he's... He's certainly a plus front court defender. Absolutely. The Warriors Warriors had him, you know, you put him on LeBron, you put him on Luca, you put him on those type of guys. So he kind of replaces Wiggins' role as guarding the big big playmakers. And then offensively, they just haven't had a downhill playmaker to go with Steph since KD, really? And he's not even that downhill. KD's kind of a jump shooter. Um, Just like a guy who, you know, if if he's one-on-one, he's going to finish at the cup. And if you send a second guy, he can actually make the read and make the extra pass. It's been, I mean, the the, the obvious one is Giannis. That's the perfect one. And he's not Giannis, but he's pretty damn good in his own right. And he he's never played with a player who gets two bodies on him like Steph. He wants the uh, he's going to get the Steph tax, and, and the other way around, you don't get you don't actually have to pay the tax. You you get you're the one that gets paid. Because uh, we've seen what Draymond has done uh, offensively with it, they'd be perfect together. Um, I, the only thing I point out, I, I agree with you offensively. I think he'd actually be a great, great, great fit. Uh, but I think when we talk about kind of replacing what Wiggins can do, he can't guard ones and twos, right? Like he's not going to guard your Jamal Murray's and Jaw Jaw's mm-hmm. out, but yeah. like he's not going to guard those guys. But better at the rim, and then offensively, he's not just shooting threes. Like Wiggins' thing was just all he, he'll make some step back twos, but like just shooting threes. Like Siakam's got kind of the whole package. Again, he's shooting kind of rough this season, but. But he can the middies there. He can dribble. He can yeah. he can shoot the eight footer a little fade away. He can post up a little bit. All that type of stuff where I'm sound like bottle stop. But all that type of stuff where like Wiggins <laughs> could never do and right like this team. Andy is, don't stop. Andy like you, go, know, you, you see Looney get turn the over left draft, shoulder, turn over right shoulder. Yeah. But Siakam can do. He could go left and right. Right. So you, know, you see Looney get the ball down there. He struggles. TJD's like good. Draymond not yeah. not a shooter. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. No. I mean, it's like it's just. I joke about it, but like how many players have they had who can make a play off the dribble? And then how many have they had over six, four KD is like the only one they've had in the entire Steph run Wiggins and Harrison Barnes were three and D dudes. You know, maybe they'd, maybe they'd attack a closeout, but they weren't going off the dribble. And I'm not saying Andre didn't either, even though he could have like, that was never his thing. Yeah. He was more. more, Yeah. Andre could younger in his career. Maybe not in the, uh, my back is always hurt, but I'm still smart as hell. Warrior years. Uh, miss him. So yeah, I mean, he's, he's not a perfect player, but he's a, he's the type of player that like has been, they've been dying to put around Steph, just someone who can run a pick and roll with him and actually finish it or make the second pass, you know? 
Draymond can make the second pass, but he can't finish. Um, and then the other guys they've had over the years, like, you know, they're either rim running threats or, or, uh, just only passers like Looney can make the pass. He's not finishing. Right. Um, yeah. He can actually do both. That's nice. I just, I, it's, it's, it's a guy that does everything that Steve Kerr wants, uh, in an offense. Cause he can make and a defense and a defense. You're right. I mean, and yeah. a defense really is what it is. This team, I mean, they'll still, they may still look at some size, but you talking about like the big wing. It's it's just, it's perfect I mean, right he's, now. He's, he's a legit six, nine, maybe six, 10 with a seven, three wingspan. Like he's it's a the warrior's dream right there. He's not a, he's, he's not a center, but he's a big. No, that's a warrior's so, like that. If, they, if, they, if, they, if, they, if this means that they don't have to get a real setter, they will just say, I, I mean, it's just better. This is way better than anything you can imagine with this. There's no seven-footers out there. I mean, like, we didn't even talk about marketing because, honestly, I think it's a waste of time. Like, they're not getting marketing. Marketing. Hey, we got Utah next there. week. Marketing episode next Wednesday. <laughs> they're going to make the postseason. I mean, they're going to be the 10 season. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I think so. I agree with you on that front. Like, the biggest issue with Lowry is I've seen no indication – it's it that's true roster baiting like it, it that's me being like oh the Warriors should get him it's like at no point have I considered why would Utah even want to why 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 and what are you giving up like at what? least at least with Siakam we know exactly why because it's like he's he's gone it makes too much sense no, the only team that marketing makes sense to is is OKC could just throw a million things yeah at, it doesn't at, they don't need like, him right yeah yeah well, so. well imagine that um anyway. All right, we'll end it there. Uh, we will uh, we, we will probably not be live after the Bulls game, but we will be live after the Milwaukee Bucks game on playback. Appreciate y'all. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.